a new beginning. Five will enter. One will be crowned. PWE's Wrestler of the Month. W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jay Bird, Nick the Gooch, and your host, Brokowski. We hope you guys had a great weekend. We all sure did. And today we're getting touched by the Holy Spirit as we're going to church, as we're getting joined by Father Marquise today. How are you doing today, my man? Hallelujah. I'm doing good. How are you boys doing? Hallelujah and amen to that. We're doing great. Especially a whole lot better now we're being blessed by your presence. We appreciate that. Blessings to you. Blessings to you all. That's what I wanted to hear. I'll have to hit that... Uh, the tray come around next time I see ya. Uh, if you don't hit the tray, remember we do got Cash App now. We do got virtual pay. <laughs> you can make a donation via Cash App. That's the Father Marquise on Cash App. That's fantastic. Well, I'll definitely hit that up for sure. And we're going to end up getting into that a little bit later on in today. But we want to take it all the way to the beginning to start out with as we like to get into the origin stories, man. How did you come across wrestling? Was it growing up? Was it later in life that you came across it? When, when in point did you come across wrestling? Uh, so I asked my mother one day. I said, hey, when did I start watching wrestling? You know, because I never, I couldn't remember. People once asked me this question before. Couldn't remember. So I had to ask my mom when I started watching wrestling. She was like uh, about seven months into my pregnancy. So, I, so I've always, so it's always been what, I watch, what I've been watching I've always had uh, action figures, so it's what it's always what I've known. So it, 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 it there was never a, mo a moment where it just clicked. Where I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch start watching wrestling, or I'm gonna be a wrestler, or this was cool. It was all right. This is the part of my life. It's here. Let's get it. That's the best origin story we have heard. No offense, to nobody else. But that was the best origin story for sure. So, when you were, uh, who were some of your favorites coming up watching as a young kid? Uh, coming up, of course, the Hardy Boys. Those are like me and my cousin. We Those are like the first two people we always think of and uh, reminisce, reminisce on. Then I started liking AJ Styles and stuff. Then I started learning about other promotions and other wrestling outside of it. And then uh, this, that really, that's when it really started to grow. And all other wrestlers, like, Jay Lethal and, and 
guys that are in TNA and Okada and, and those people. I'm like, okay, these guys are really good too. So it started off with the love of the Hardy Boys jumping off the roof and doing Swanton's on the trampoline. I can definitely relate to that one. Me and my brother were the same way. But who were you? Were you Matt or Jeff? I was Jeff. I was, I, I was Jeff Hardy. I had to be. I was doing the Swanton's. My cousin, he, he's a, he was an older cousin, so he took one for the team. He, he took it for Matt. But looking back on it, you know, they both were great. Oh, without a doubt. I love both the Hardy Boys. Uh, what were some of their, your favorite matches with the Hardy Boys in it? Uh, definitely the TLC match. I, that's the one I finally remember. Jeff Hardy getting speared off that, uh, getting speared off the air. That's one thing I remember vividly. Um, Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam in the latter match for the Intercontinental Ten. Uh, I think it was for IC or for the Hardcore title. It was one of the two. Uh, that's one that I definitely remember big time. The return match when the Hardys came back to WrestleMania. My dad called me on the phone. I'm up at college uh, in Saginaw, and my dad called me on the phone. He's like, hey, what are you doing right now? I'm like, I'm sitting here watching WrestleMania. He's like, I'm oh, man, you see what's going on on the TV? And I look. I'm like, what you doing? You watching? He's like, yeah. I look. I'm like, oh, snap. This is the Hardys. Like, they're back. I'm like, dang, this is dope. Uh, that, that was a big one. But really what got me back into in the wrestling, when I got to college, I wasn't really in wrestling. Uh, I was just focusing on sports and stuff, going to school. But uh, I got a guy, actually my, one of my tag partners up in Saginaw, UCW, Minister Mitchell. I met him at school up in Saginaw, and he was watching the Royal Rumble at like a party or something. I walk into the party at school. I don't know him before this, but I just see on his phone he's watching the Royal Rumble, and I'm like, Oh, dang, bro, that's wrestling? He's like, yeah. I'm like, man, I used to watch that when I was younger. He's like, take a look. And I'm watching, and AJ Styles come out. I'm like, oh, snap. I know that guy. I really like him. He's pretty good. He's like, yeah, man, you want to keep watching? And he sat there and watched the whole Rumble, and then ever since then, me and him became best friends. He's my tag partner now. And it's, it's, it's been a good bond just from walking in the party at school. Well, you know, you bring up uh, going to Saginaw, you know, one of our co-hosts here is uh, Big Kez, and he's actually the host of our Talking Sports podcast, so I know he got a couple questions for you right now. Yeah, you know, you mentioned you played sports, and you were just, uh, you know, from what we see from our homework, you were a natural athlete, so you played uh, baseball, basketball, and soccer, correct? Yeah, yeah, I was a kicker for our football team, but that was... Barely, that was more so soccer. <laughs> you know, and I seen, you know, where I went to school, we had guys that played soccer that would come over and actually kick for our football team also. That's pretty common. Um, did you play all throughout high school and, in, and into college? or? So I played all throughout high school, and then when I went to college, I didn't play, but I did play soccer for our club team. Okay. Now, was soccer like your your main top priority in sports, or was there one that you liked better than the others? Uh, I was probably a well well enough around in all of them, but soccer is one of the ones I got the most recognition in. Like, I was all-state athlete in soccer. Uh, basketball, just 
all like all conference and all Macomb. And then in baseball, it was all Macomb as well. And then I ran track as well one year. That was like, that was a, a fairly decent year as well. That was my, I think my sophomore or junior year of high school. Yeah, when I went up through high school, a lot of athletes would run track that played other sports just to keep fit and to keep that going in their off time. Because, you know, I, I was a football player and a lot of my friends were football players, but they ran track just to keep that uh, the cardio going. You know, they yeah. want to be able to keep their speed and keep keep that competitiveness. But, uh, you know, I also I coach soccer. I couldn't play it for a lick. What position did you play or positions? Yeah, so I started off as a freshman and as a sophomore, as a forward. Then my junior year, I moved back to being the sweeper, and that's when I was able to get All-State. I was a uh, center defensive back back there. And then my senior year, I went back up to the uh, striker. Yeah, it looks like you're all over the field, man. Much respect to any soccer players. My best friend played soccer, and I could not hang. I just couldn't. I, I tried to play some adult league soccer. I would come in. I'd run up and down the field maybe two or three times, and I'd ask for a sub. And I wasn't always big. I was a skinny dude back then, and I still – my conditioning is nowhere close to any soccer player's conditioning. That's incredible. Um, so let's get into, you know, you played baseball and you played basketball. What yeah. position did you play in baseball? Baseball, freshman, so, uh, I was shortstop. Then senior year, I was uh, center field. And then I bat left, but I throw right, so I was – I was uh, So you were you were a demon on the baseball diamond too. My dad, and, my dad thought I was gonna go pro at baseball, but I, he said I, he said whatever I chose, I'd go pro at it. He hoped it was baseball, but I, I wanted wrestling more than anything. So. Yeah, man, those baseball players, they make a pretty penny out there. You make it to the league, man. That was open for for sure. <laughs> Now in basketball, what what did you play uh, in basketball, basketball? Yeah, basketball was point guard. Uh, basketball team actually, we did we did fairly well. My uh, senior year, we went twenty five and oh, well, twenty five and one. Our final game in our regional final game, that's the one game we did lose. But uh, that game, that was a that was a pretty good team. But our coaching staff was amazing. Uh, Tadero France, the second, he's still the head coach there. He got a state championship with them. He's uh. He's a very great coach, you know. My dad, right now, he's actually the university coach, so he got a good program uh, going over there. But yeah, D, uh, Tadero, he used to play football at Central Michigan. He was a cornerback there, so um, we we practice hard. So that that twenty-five, we worked for that one for sure. You know, and that's one thing. You know, I I coached I coached indoor soccer and I coached basketball. And I actually coached at a young age. I started when I was 13 coaching and coached up until I was 21. So, like, the mindset of a coach is, you know, they want to be there for these kids. Some of these kids think, you know, that we're hard on them for for no reason. But, for example, you know, it's a success story. Your dad thought you were going to go and he wanted you to play professional baseball. So, you know, he pushed you. He showed you the right things. So, and then you paying them respects to those coaches. You still remember that. Kids remember good coaches, man, people that are there for them. Um, any crazy stories while playing any of these sports? Was there anything that you could look back on and be like, that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably the reason why I was only why I was only the kicker in football. Uh, 
So I, I, you know, I played football one year. I played start off playing soccer every year and stuff. And then I'm like, one year, I'm like, yeah, mom, I want to go out. I want to play football. I want to do it. Uh, my friends play football, so I want to play football. So I go out, play football, and everything. And we have a great little season, good season, everything. But just one, one game, I'm running down the sideline before halftime. I got the ball. I'm almost there. Almost make some touchdown. The time's out. Just some. I don't see him. Blind side, some big dude comes and wow, takes me out. My, my, my dad makes it seem like I went over the bleachers and stuff. He's like, man, got hit. That was the biggest hit I ever seen in my life. He never played football again after that day. He didn't come out. He act like I didn't come back out after halftime and stuff. But that that one story right there, I can never live that one down. They felt my family really feels that after that hit, football was over with. I was just straight soccer. But no, I, got, I, I went right back out on the field. I got up. I dusted off. He was right there. My dad told me, he said, all right, it's time to cut it up the field. All right. <laughs> I start running harder. I think I got it. Oh, it just comes and boom. Now from oh. feet in the air. <laughs> from taking hits on the field, let's get into the ring, man. You, you've shown you can take these hits. You can take these bumps because wrestling is very physical, man. You guys put your bodies through these things. So – what was your transition when you made that decision to, okay, I'm going to pursue this career in wrestling? It was always a win for me. Because um, I knew I always wanted to do something, regardless if it was uh, sweeping up, you know, the floors after the after the show was over or whatever it was. When I graduated college, I messaged Billy Corgan and told him, like, hey, I just finished school. Uh, I come out there, I see you guys just move into this studio. I come out there and I sweep up some floors for you guys, help out, help set up whatever you guys need. Knowing nothing at all in the business, just messaging the president, just like, hey, I can come out there and help you. I can school, whatever you guys need. Didn't get a message back, but, you know, <laughs> but that's just uh, how it got into it. But then I started looking around, like, how can I really do this? How can I make this dream of a reality? And that's when I found the house of truth. And I was like, okay, this is close. It's you know, the school and everything. I hear good things about it just from the reviews. So I'm like, all right, I go up there and give it a chance. I go up there and I talk to some people. I talk to Sean Tyler. He tells me that uh, I should come out to the next class and be a part of it. One thing led to another, and I was I was there full time uh, from October 4th. Finished class in January and been wrestling ever since. Now, before you went to House of Truth, which is we've had so many other graduates on, we've had so many people come on and say nothing but good things. Did you know about the independent scene in wrestling beforehand? No, not a thing. Not a thing. That, well, that day that I went to the House of Truth, uh, I talked to Sean Tyler. He asked me, he said, have you ever been to a wrestling show? Me, I just got back from Chicago. And I'm like, yeah, just seeing CM Punk live. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, I went to a wrestling show. He's like, no, independent show. Oh, no, no. Where, where, what are those? Where are those at? Like, what's, what's that at? He's like, there's one around here somewhere, like, uh, this weekend. He's like, they have them every weekend. I'm like, okay, for sure, I'll check one out. And it was City Championship Wrestling, five minutes away from my house. I'm like, never know. This is their, like, their third show or something they ran right here. I'm like, never know. So... I got, went there, I seen it, and I'm like, oh, this is really, this is some really sweet stuff. Then went back to the school the next day, 
told him like, yeah, uh, well, not the next day, but uh, that next Monday, I was like, yeah, this this is something I want to do. He's like, all right, sure. Class is October fourth. Uh, come up here with you know whatever you can do, with whatever you can pay in. It's uh time to get started in training, and I came up here with my full payment. Like this is I'm hundred cashed out in my, my bank. I'm like this is what I'm ready to do. Let's do it. And so I drive from work to uh to the house of two, from the house of two to the home. That little cycle for about a few months, and then the blessing finally came. So at the House of Truth, you mentioned Sean Tyler. Were there any other trailer trainers, not trailers, any other trainers there that helped progress you in this wrestling career? Oh, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of, like, a really a lot of people came through just every day. Um, if it was from Nick Moss just coming through and helping out, uh, Michael Elgin was there a few times helping out, just even, uh, guys that just finished training like Lorenzo uh, Forever Young um, Ryan Mathias, KJ Reynolds Adam Wick like some of the, these guys that just dropped in randomly and just give me some of the best advice and some of the best feedback that I could ever receive and I'm just like I was very thankful for those guys coming in it was just it wasn't really ever a day where it was where it was just um, us and Sean but Sean did a great job too when it was just us but he, there was always guys that just dropped in to help out or just to even if they were just in their training, just themselves. And uh, a lot of people, Paul Bowser, who was another guy that came in there, gave us a lot of uh, a lot of advice. You know, just a lot of guys. Yeah, and, and Nick's one of those guys that not a whole lot of people know of or know who he is. Um, he's kind of like that, that guy in the background that he does a lot of work. We see him a lot refing at IWR down here in Monroe. And I, I've, I've seen him wrestle a few times. And, yeah, like just all those guys popping in to help you, you know, you guys to further better something that you love, that you want to do, you know. And yeah. it shows. Those guys recognize who really wants to put the heart into it and put their focus and time and energy into you guys. Yeah, um, it- Nick definitely deserves his flowers. He's given me so much advice, regardless if it's after matches. I can I can send Nick matches, and he'll just you know I mean give me paragraphs or, or whatever on this advice. And yeah, no, Nick is a really good guy. He, he helped out a lot in that in that process. He definitely deserves his flowers. So you went to House of Truth. You started in October. You graduated in January. Where are some places that you've made appearances and wrestled at? Since you graduated, uh, City Championship Wrestling is where I made my debut at. Uh, that first promotion that gave me a shot, and um, I wrestled at UCW out in Saginaw. Uh, Metro Pro Wrestling coming up. I wrestled there as well, but I got a show coming up there. Really big show coming up, facing off against KJ Reynolds for that Heritage Championship. Uh, Grizzly Pro Wrestling, I've been there. Got to wrestle with those guys. Um, see, I don't want to miss out on anybody else. But I've been blessed to wrestle at uh, quite a few promotions here. Let's see, City Championship Wrestling, uh, UCW, Metro Pro, Pro Wrestling All-Stars also gave me a shot as well. I'm um, very thankful for those guys. Um and then yeah, I, got, I do got some shows too that, that's coming up that uh, I haven't wrestled at yet. 
but uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, I am going to be in attendance because I, I do know that KJ Reynolds is actually defending that that Heritage Championship at FU um, as well against Jackson Stone. So I'm gonna be there watching. I, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, if I'll be blessed if I'll be able to bless somebody. And I don't know if the father will be able to come and bless somebody that night, but uh, I will for sure be collecting donations and making sure that title, who that title goes to, because uh, on August 19th, they'll be seeing me at Metro Pro Wrestling. Yep, and you know, just so nobody's left out, we know you also wrestled at TKW and at Grizzlies. Yes. So. And that short period of time, you're making your travels and you're putting in the miles and you're doing the work. And we all got to see you this past weekend at the second annual Niver Street Block Party. And that was actually my first time seeing you in person and not just on YouTube or on clips of Facebook. And I actually had the honor to get to uh, announce you to come out, in which yours was probably at the top of my list, funnest person to announce. Because you worked with me, you gave me something to to put down, something to shout to the crowd, and I just absolutely loved the way you had me introduce you. Thank you for that. And you know, and speaking of that gimmick, we're gonna pass it back to Brokowski. He's got a couple questions for you. Yo, man, I wanna know I wanna know when you got touched by the Holy Spirit and you were able to come across and take this this uh, word to pass along to everybody and to get people to donate and want to come see, you know, Father Marquis every weekend, man. Because I absolutely love it. You know, you don't really think of too many people that are at the top of the list there for a Reverend style uh, character. You know, I think of like Reverend Devon. I mean, it's probably how old I am too. I can't really think of anybody else other than him. But. <laughs> When when was it and how did you come up with it and when did you start to realize that you're like oh shit okay I'm building a fan base here now. Uh so so when we were training, Sean was telling us already to you know think of a gimmick that you guys will want to do or something that you guys can uh you know really grab a hold to and uh you know and try it out try it out here in practice try it out you know what I mean and uh during training. Try it out all the time. Try it out when you're at home or something there. I'm thinking to myself, like, well, what could I do or what could I be? Like, I could always be me, but then it was like, well, be you to 11 or to 10 or to 24. I'm like, okay. I was like, well, what did I tell my grandparents, my, my family, what I wanted to do when I was younger, outside of wrestling? Like, well, one, I said I'll either be the president or the mayor. Like, okay, I could do that in wrestling, possibly. Two, I told them that I would be the pastor of our church. I was like, you know, that sounds that sounds good. I'm like, or three, I can, you know, I could always be a pimp. And I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, let, let's see what the pastor. Let's go back. Let's see how uh, the make money. And then once I was thinking, like, what is some things that an evangelist would have, or a pastor or a father would have? I was watching Brother Devon because that's the only other person I had to reference as well. I'm thinking now, like, as you said, okay, how old you think you are? That's who I know. As a, so I'm thinking how old I think I am. So I know the kids don't, don't know who, who, who uh, 
Reverend Devon is. So I'm like, all right, I can be Father Mark. What did Reverend Devon have? And I'm like, oh, he was walking around with that tray and people were just dropping money in there. People tell me, you know, starting off early, some shows you might do for a hot dog and a handshake. I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. I'll, if I have to do that, somebody's gonna pay me. I walk around with this collection plate and the fans started dropping some money in there. Fair enough, that was just a blessing that I was like, all right, I'm gonna just keep this rolling. Every place we go, I was like, make sure you guys get it on video. That way people can know when they see that plate, drop a little, drop a dollar in there. Drop, drop a five in there. If you're really feeling lucky, drop a 20. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. If you really want to bless the father, drop a hundred dollar bill in there. You'll get a real good shout and a prayer. I promise you that. But all the money goes to the building phone. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Did I cut out? No, you're, you're, still, there. you're still there, Brokowski. Where did it go to? All the money All goes the money. to the fund. Oh, okay, okay. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're building. We're building here. So are you going to end up like, you know, Reverend D-Bond came Batista holding the charity box for you? Are you going to end up having some disciples or followers if you already do not already i want to say followers but we do have we do have people that have devoted their faith to, to the good cause now now minister mitchell out in ucw he's devoted his faith and his work his good work uh we got the whole congregation i i actually joined the whole congregation at, at metro pro wrestling so we got uh uh Pastor Patterson, and then you got Brother Ultra and and Brother Dante Patterson. So, and you can't, if your soul does not matter, there is somebody that we know that takes soul. I like that. I like that. That's so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the father has backup for sure. And he will have backup on when he faces KJ Reynolds at Metro Pro Wrestling, the whole congregation will be there. You know, that's pretty awesome, too, that you're going for the Heritage title, because I admit, you kind of think, you know, you're actually wrestling on the top, it's that top-notch appreciation show, and he kind of made that belt what it is, you know? I mean, that's got to be pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Jason Hodge, the longest reigning Metro Pro Wrestling Heritage Champion. And it's it's kinda kinda storybook, you know, because KJ Reynolds defeated the longest reigning champion. And now KJ Reynolds gets to become the shortest reigning champion. What a blessing that is for him. Ooh, what a blessing that is for KJ Reynolds. I can't wait for Metro Pro, but you know what? Before we let you go, we're going to end up sending you over to the bird's nest here with Jay Bird. He got a couple of things for you. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I was wondering. I like to go outside of the ring. I mean, so you got work, you train. What uh, what kind of hobbies you got? Me, outside of 
wrestling, it's traveling. Uh, I got a, yeah, I got a, I got a girl that loves to travel. Uh, we go and see the world. She wants me not to wrestle when I travel, though. That's that's been the problem. I've been trying to find bookings. Uh, I don't want to go out of the country and stuff. So she's been telling me to stop. But uh, so I've, I've been cool. I've been cool and calming down when uh when we travel. We're trying to find bookings out of the country. But um, yeah. So I got a trip coming up. We're, we're traveling again. We're leaving. We're going to uh the Bahamas. We're taking a cruise. So. Yeah, so I'm a big traveler. Yeah, big traveler. I want to start. Uh, I want to do a road trip one day. Uh, for like a loop of shows around. So I'm trying to find some shows out of state to where I can get it to where I can make a nice little loop where I'm just on a road. Heck yeah, man! You gotta tell her that that wrestling money is uh, spending money for you guys you know? on these vacations. You know, you know, you gotta get it right. That's, I gotta right? That's talk, a win-win. I gotta let her talk to you guys. I gotta let her talk to you guys. Let her know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we got your back, man. No, thank you. Well, that's awesome. So what's, what, what's one of the coolest places you've traveled to? Uh, so far, Mexico. I loved going to Mexico. We went to Cancun-ish. Like, it was a little bit uh, further out of Cancun, but we went to a resort there. It was amazing. The people were so nice. It was a great time. And it wasn't even a ha- – like, it wasn't a hassle at all. Like, going there, the – the resort was beautiful. The drinks were great. It was Mexico is the is the A one destination for to go to. Go to like the Rio or something down there uh, on the hotel strip. Get you all all inclusive resort there. Go we'll get on the jets, the little jet boats. Oh yeah, that that's, that's a nice. Good, yeah, that's a that good sounds time. like it. That's pretty cool. So you go out of country too. That's pretty dope. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, just got my passport, so my girl likes to take me out of the country. I used to do just state trips. So Vegas is the farthest I've been west. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Basically, it's just state trips in Canada. Love me some Toronto. <laughs> Windsor is a very easy one to get to. I was gonna say that's just right across the pond. Yeah. Man. <laughs> This is a really easy one to get to, so especially when I was 19. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, I, I've done some traveling myself. I basically hit almost all the east side oh, and yeah. down. Like, I've, I, I've wrecked quite a few states out. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, do uh, you watching any cool shows on Netflix or anything or Hulu? Uh, Cobra Kai. I like I can't wait till that comes out. I'm actually uh, – I'm actually LJ Lawrence Mark just because of how much he likes uh, Cobra Kai. I'm I'm training. I'm like, you know what I mean? Hey, I watched the show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that um, Ozark. That's a really good show. Money Heist. I like that one. Uh, those are like the Netflix shows. Family Guy is just the show that you could just turn on. And you could just sit back, drink a beer with your wife, with your lady, and just have a good time. Don't worry about nothing. Just sit there, watch the family guy, watch Peter Griffin do something dumb. You'll have a good time. I promise you that. So that, that's awesome. Cool. I, I believe that one, man. I'm a huge family guy fan myself, man. But they, they just keep rolling with them. And it's like, man, you just got to love them. It's some good stuff. For sure. <laughs> for sure. It is. Ink Master. My girl, we, we watch a lot of Ink Master. Oh, righteous. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's a good one, too. 
I, I watched quite a bit of that a couple seasons. I've been I've been falling off of that one though myself. Yeah, yeah, they, they got a lot of seasons out. We actually started from season one, so right now I think we're like at season seven or so. Yeah, nice. trying to do it all. Yeah, yes. I really like that show. I have zero tattoos. Oh. And I'm so interested in that show. I, I love it. Yeah, me and my girl, we just sit there and just dissect everything, just looking at it it's all hard and stuff. It's a good time. That's awesome. Well, um, oh, good question for you. I don't know. You you weren't sure about the indies, but, uh, or, I mean, you didn't know about the indies at first. Do you know about the death matches? I, I've uh, definitely heard about death matches um, since I've gotten into wrestling. You think uh, uh, Father might make appearance there? Father will pray for every death match wrestler that there is. He respects what they do. He does. I actually did my first. Uh, no, yeah, no, that, that I haven't even done a hardcore match nothing yet, so I'm not sure. Um, on August 21st, when uh, when UCW's pay per view face the future drops, make sure you check that out and you will see in that bunkhouse uh, battle royal how uh, how violent the father can get. But um, All right. yeah, but I, I'm not sure. Probably would be booked in a death match sometime soon. Maybe a street fight. Okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe, you know, maybe an abandoned church fight. An abandoned oh, church fight. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, catch somebody to book that, then, then you'll see the father get get a little dirty down there. <laughs> I like it. All right, that's good. I like. Uh, I like <laughs> it. Definitely respect for those deathmatch wrestlers, though. Oh, yeah, you got to, man. Those guys damn near kill themselves out there. Yes, yes, seriously, definitely respect for them. But, uh, no, it's just not for uh, but it's respect to them. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, I'm going to – say. Oh, actually, no, that's right. You ran track. What did you run? I ran the 100-meter dash, and then I ran the 4x4. Four four. Awesome. Um, awesome. I wasn't really – I was a high jumper. Yeah, then I did the 200 too, but I really wasn't a fan of track. I never really got the process in my head of practicing running. I hated practicing to run. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that was the worst. Like in other sports, the punishment was running. So I'm like, not practice. I don't want to practice to do this, Dad. He's like, play baseball. I'm like, I'm playing baseball. Play baseball. Trade. I'll trade. Good trade. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. I'm going to send you back over to Brokowski here to send you off. I just had two more things I wanted to say to you. You mentioned the UCW. Yeah, you mentioned the UCW pay-per-view and how you'll be appearing on that. Uh, I really enjoy that. How did you in- How did you like doing that, being invited up to – do the special thing that UCW is doing to separate themselves from the rest of promotions. I truly love going up to Saginaw. I love everybody there. Chris Klontz is a really great guy. Really great guy. Down to earth. Love him. I feel like if I need to, if I was in a trouble, if I was in trouble and my car broke down, I feel like that is a person I can call. He is a, he is a really good guy. 
Mr. Johnny Bravo has been very kind, and he is also a great guy. I have nothing but great words to say to them and the people at UCW. They have treated me very well in my time there, and that is one of the places I definitely can call home for sure, like without a doubt. If if that is a UCW out in Saginaw is a primary booking Father Marquis. If you want to see the Father Marquis wrestle, you should make the trip to Saginaw to see him wrestle. And we're all big fans of UCW and what they're doing on YouTube with the Star Slam. And then now just starting this whole pay-per-view thing that they've, they've been doing. We've actually had Klontz on as a former guest. We just had Bryce Sullivan on just as of recently to promote that very first pay-per-view. So, yeah, we also love what UCW is doing. I'm glad you're involved with them. And then a the second thing, it's not so much a question. I know the boys heard it. After your match with old school Rick Cartier, after you beat him on Saturday, I did. I went up to him and I said, "You just got taken to Sunday school." <laughs> it I just—I didn't say it on the mic. I thought about it, but I was trying to be a, a partial ring announcer at that one. But I just could not fight saying that. You know, oh, old school taking to Sunday school. Love it, and I love that shirt you were wearing that day too. We need that picture. Yes, yes. Uh, you know what? Once I get that picture, I don't even remember who took it. Jordan, you did? I'll have to send that over to him so he gets a copy of that one because that's one of my favorite shirts. A great picture and a great shirt. Love that But that's all I got. I want to say thank you for, you know, my part on sun, uh, Saturday, you getting the picture with us and then agreeing to even come on. Brokowski, I know you got something else to say. Hey, dude. Uh, what are your finishers called? I mean, is any of them got? Are they called like the VBS Vacation Bible Study or something? I mean, <laughs> that's nice. Have you have you gone there? Have you named them yet? I should say. That's nice. I have named uh, one of my major finishes. Uh, you guys did not see it that day, uh, but it is called the Benediction because you know once the Benediction comes, the service is over. And then you also didn't see the altar call. Um, that is another one of my moves. I make sure I, I gotta talk to I gotta talk to Forever Young's people and see if the Father Marquise can get a top fifteen move done. You know, I gotta talk to Forever Young's. Maybe it's the top ten right now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still in <laughs> But uh, I gotta talk to his people and see what's going on. See if the Father can make a little donation. His his bucket. But uh, yeah, we got the benediction. And uh, we got my elbow drop from heaven. So uh, we might have to add the Vacation Bible School in there, though. I might, I might add to the VBS. I know. Get a sweet day, too. I like that. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I got you, Brokowski. You know, we got good credits over here over here in the village. We can credit everybody. So we're definitely going to give you that credit for the VBS. That's a great I name. I love it, man. I love it. We're definitely going to have to make our way out to either be Metro Pro or UCW. Those are the two that we go to most constantly. But um, where else can the people find you coming up show-wise, where they can find your social media, where they can make their donations to the basket and your merch? Yes. Instagram is Father Marquise. If you want to follow me on Facebook, it's the Father Marquise. If you would like to get me on the cash app and make a donation to the village. How do the father market that's T-H-E-F. 
And then if you want to see me live in action, you can come and check your father out and make a donation on August 12th at SU Wrestling, where I will be watching KJ Reynolds vs. Jackson Stone for that Heritage title. And then you can always come to the Championship Wrestling, my first home, that is August 13th in Harrison Township, Michigan at Lance Cruz High School. August 15th, we're at Metro Pro Wrestling. On the 20th, we're back in Saginaw at UCW. And on the 21st, we're at Grizzly Bar, Grizzly Pro Wrestling. And that is the month of August for the Father. Father, thank you so much for blessing us today with your presence on the show. We greatly appreciate it, especially on how short notice it was. We just did it on the fly on Saturday at the block party. So, man, we greatly appreciate it. We're definitely going to be having you back on in the future. And we know that the donations are just going to get bigger, and then pretty soon your weight's going to get heavier because you're going to have some gold walking around your waist here pretty soon. Hopefully August 19th, the father will be walking around with some gold. All right. We appreciate you guys over here. Thank you all for having me on. Even though, like you said, it was short notice, but it's never too much. It's never too short notice for you guys. You guys are always giving me a call. I've been a listener. I've been following since our first uh, wrestler of the month. I've just been waiting my turn. I've been chopping at the bits. I've been working harder every day, trying to get one of you guys to sponsor me one day. One day. I'm working for it. We got a few more months left in this year to get to get you nominated for that. Six, six months. I'm working. I'm working hard, and then I I, I know the uh, I'm looking for us. People haven't been commenting because because I don't think if I don't know if they know, but the father is looking for some rookie of the year. I, they don't talk about them. They they talk about the KJ Reynolds of the world. They talk about the Ryan Mathiasons. Well, but the father is ready to let these people know that he is here. Well, you go ahead and preach on that. That's a different show that does those awards. But we'll, we'll let you, we'll let that one slide here, all right? Well, I want that wrestler of the month. But the wrestler of the month, that is us. So that's the wrestler of the year. That's going to happen, right? Sooner than later, that's for sure. Isn't, don't you guys give out the wrestler of the year at the end of it all? From the we will be, yep, all the – from each month, the winners from each month are going to be thrown into a – tournament in the month of December to determine who Pro Wrestling Edge's wrestler of the year will be. So father's looking for it. You know, I gotta I gotta talk to the people in the congregation. They gave me some bad information. I'm gonna go talk to them. I'm gonna go talk to the people in the congregation, okay? And see what they and see the information that they gave me and I'm gonna make it right, all right? I'm gonna make a donation to you guys, okay? We're, I'm gonna talk to them. I'm gonna have the treasure to the donation to y'all, all right? That wasn't the father. It was the people in the congregation. I promise you that. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on it. Thank you, Father. But we're looking for that wrestler of the, of the month. That, that's what the father's here. And make he, them say make them say 50 Hail Marys, and, uh, and then maybe it'll be okay. The father got you. The father got you. Never make a mistake again like that. <laughs> but he loves you guys, and he really appreciates you guys for, uh, for having him on. Yes, thank you for coming on, like Brokowski said and Jaybird. Uh, it kind of just snapped that instant when we all talked to you. And we're like, 
let's let's pull the trigger on this one. So you know, um, thank you again. Short period came right on. You tore it up. We loved it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. I love being on. If you guys ever need anything from the father, give me a call. I'd be happy to help you guys. You guys are uh, friends of the father for sure. Greatly appreciate that, and we'll be calling. We'll talk to you later, Father. Hallelujah. This is the Father Marquise, and this is Pro Wrestling Edge. Amen yeah, to that. Boys. Amen to that. Preach. Amen to hallelujah. Come on now. Hit that collection plate. Preach. That was Father Marquise, man. He just tore the house down again. I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him wrestle again. He's really, he's really taking that shit to the next level. I enjoyed seeing him. You heard a lot about him through social media. He's been making a roar. So to see him live, it was awesome. I can't wait to see him live again. But we're gonna before we go to our ad break, stay tuned because we're gonna talk about how that eating contest went down with Brain Chuck and Big Kaz. We're also gonna cover a little bit of IWR because we were there and it was a hell of a show. And then we can also talk about the black party. But Dan O'Meg, take it away. You know, before I get to the ad read, I just want to say I, I enjoy sitting back and, and listening to you guys do these interviews. And I'll tell you what, this might have been one of my uh, funnest to sit back and listen to. Um, I, 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 I really dig Father Marquise and everything he's doing. So, so this is uh, we all been touched by the Holy Spirit. This was a fun one for me to sit back and listen to. Um, Hallelujah. As, as yeah, I was, you know what? As I, I was killed it. I was going to pick him for you know, maybe my nomination for this month, but then he mixed us up with somebody else. I think I have to punish him for another month for that one. Right. I'm not going to go to Sunday services for about a month. That's right. So I'll get right into the ad read so we can get back to um, our talk um, once again. PWE could not do any of this without our sponsors and our partners. Bruce Psychedelics. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. If you're looking for any podcast production work or voiceover work, reach out to them on Facebook and Instagram at Whirlwind Productions DET, or you can email them at WhirlwindProductionsDET at gmail.com. Also for uh, Brain Jerk Entertainment. Uh, Brokowski mentioned them. We're going to talk about them later. We, we can't say any more great things about our partners at brain jerk everyone there um are just awesome people so you can find all their content at brainjerk.com. they do so much they are more than a podcast so check them out at brainjerk.com for all their content and everything that we do with them is it's just a blast they're great people and uh brain jerk entertainment on all social media facebook instagram and tiktok so check them all out um, and their youtube youtube yeah, BrainJerk.com is their YouTube. It, it links straight to their YouTube channel. But, yeah, on, on YouTube, you can search BrainJerk Entertainment and make sure you subscribe to them on YouTube because um, they just got some awesome stuff um, coming up and all their content that's there. So check them out. Also, Ronnie at Jayquist Photography. Ronnie's transition from One Love in Life, which was professional wrestling, to another, which is photography. Um if you're looking for any type of photography work, reach out to Ronnie. Um, on Facebook and TikTok is Jaquis Photography, J-A-Q-U-I-S. On 
Instagram, it's Ronnie Jayquist, and it's horror underscore style on Twitter. Ronnie does all types of photography. Um, he just recently went to TKW and set up and did some photos, um, promo pics for the guys and the girls um, at, at TKW, the talent that was there. Um, does weddings, birthday parties, anniversaries, retirement parties. Um, he does he does figure um, figure photography, and he's now selling prints of his figure photography. He's had quite a few people reach out wanting some some prints of his figure photography. So if you're looking for any type of photography work, reach out to Ronnie. Uh, he does great work. Not only is he a sponsor for the podcast, he's a friend. And um, the guy is, is just putting in hard work. Also, another shout out, friend of the podcast, Wake and Bake with Shortsy on Twitch, 9 a.m., Monday through Thursday. Um, everyone probably listening to us knows Schwartzy, but he has a great show on Twitch. Um, so go check it out. And also, Flop House Wrestling. Uh, September is going to be their three-year anniversary show, Flop House is Fuck. So make sure you check out their social medias, Flop House Wrestling, Flop House AF on Twitter, um, to see what's going on with Flop House Wrestling. They've announced two matches so far. The main event, Zodiac, will defend the Flop House title against Apollo Star, and Don't Die Miles will go one-on-one with the process in M3. So uh, more exciting news to come. We are proud sponsors of that show in September. So make sure you check out the social media and I'm telling you, if you're not in Indianapolis or nearby, it is worth the trip. Um, I will be there for sure. Not quite sure who else at pro wrestling edge will be there, but I'll be there. So, Oh, I'm being told I'm getting thumbs up from everybody in the room. So, um, come on. We were there at number one. That's right. Big Kez and Brokowski along with, um, guest co-host chris kohlenberg uh represented pro wrestling edge at the very first flop house show back um in september three years ago so yeah we're definitely gonna big things are coming for this uh anniversary show and and you'll find more information on flop houses uh facebook and twitter and also anything flop house as fuck which is the name of the three-year anniversary show you'll see on pro wrestling edges his pages as well so check them out flop house wrestling uh wake and bake with schwartzy on twitch um just go check it out and for all of our content for pro wrestling edge and talking sports with pwe go to pwepod.com all of our episodes all the hosts for all the podcasts are there as well um there's also a link to our store at Brainbuster Tees for Pro Wrestling Edge merch. Go, go check us out. Uh, give us a review on there. That links to Apple and Spotify and Google Play and give us a five-star review so that way it, it, it allows more people to, to, when they're searching the genre of professional wrestling and sports, to find Pro Wrestling Edge um, and talking sports with PWE. And also Edge of the Mind podcast by PWE. Season 2 will be coming back the end of August, beginning of September, uh, with a full, uh, a full season, uh, two coming up. Um, season one was such a success and, and I, and I think all the support, I think all the brave men, women, men and women that came on and told their, their stories, inspiring and motivating each other, uh, to, 
to be better than we were yesterday. So check out um, Edge of the Mind podcast by PWE's Facebook group page and Edge of the Mind pod on Instagram for all the updates for the season two of Edge of the Mind podcast. And also soon coming back, uh, check the Pro Wrestling Edge PWE pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for information on when uh, season three of Talking Sports with PWE will be coming back soon as well. So I think I covered everything that we needed to cover. I'll give it back to you, Brokowski. I love it. Oh, man. Only a matter of time. Uh, I just Who'd you lose? Oh, Hulk, you lost Hulk Hogan? running wild behind me over here. Well, if you ask um, the Iron Sheik about Hulk Hogan, he would be happy that fell off your own. That's what happened. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck Stein took him out. out. He's got Chuck Hulk Stein's Hulk. slam buddy on his wall next to Hulk Hogan, and Chuck Stein took out took to out the Hulkster. I know Iron Sheik will be proud. But no, man, we had a busy-ass week last week. We did a lot. Wednesday, we had the good old brain jerk, season two taste up, grand finale. With the eating challenge, with Eat My Treach, with there'll be more on them coming up with us in the future. But Big Cass ended up taking on the big box challenge, and he had to take on, there was what, Five others, I think. Six others. I uh, mean, man, dude, and you, you gave it your heart. You know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. You gave it your all. You gave I, I, your gave, all I gave everybody a lot more than just my heart after a little bit. But well, let's backtrack a little bit because you didn't make it. Me and uh, Dan O'Mac made it for the first ever Brain Jerk Entertainment Pinball Tournament. You know, and, and that was really cool. We had a lot of people show up and show out for that, you know. You had Brain Jerk Josh, you had T-Rup, you had Ryan Mahoney there, uh, Devin Rucker, that they were all representatives of Brain Jerk Entertainment. You had people like Randy Richardville, former, you know, he held office here in the state of Michigan. We also had, you know, a lot of people like to call him four-time Stanley Cup champion. We don't call him that. We call him a member of Midwest Scum, our friend Darren McCarty, came and played in this uh, pinball tournament in which, you know, I, I didn't play myself. I was there for just to be there and to support, which, you know, I almost forgot Schwartzy and Randy were there also. And uh, Ranger Josh ended up taking home this really cool trophy because he won it all. He beat Stelios right at the end, apparently, is how it went down. So, congratulations to him for that pinball win. And then, yes, let's get to the eating contest. I don't got much to say. I talked a big game. It did not go my way. Not at all. So Looking pretty schmedium, I know, man. I know we joked at the eating competition afterwards me brokowski and dmac joked of you know today we're gonna have a vote to see whether or not big Cass is being kicked off the podcast because of the 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 performance you had but i just want to say um you had a plan you went in with a plan you you pre-gamed with techniques on how to expand your stomach um you had a game plan and 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 that was fantastic. Obviously, the game plan 
didn't turn out to be the correct game plan. Um, but you but you went in and you gave it your right. all. So we can't we can't fault you. We can't give you shit because I'll tell you what, I told I told Brokowski, there is no way I would have even been able to think and come up with a game plan to try to tackle that. And the person that had the best game plan ended up eating the most food, and that was slow and steady win the race. Jeff Kobe um, ended up not winning. He didn't successfully, but he won the bragging rights contest of, of eating the most of it with his. He's the only one that ate with a fork. He sat with his phone and watched UFC. Just took bite after bite, slow and steady, and just kept eating where everybody else would get to a point where they can't eat no more, and they're sitting for 10, 15 minutes because they're stuffed and can't eat no more. He ate the entire time, and almost, I mean, he was the closest. Obviously, there's been a report that there's evidence of T-Rup cheating, which, which you know, Brainjerk, Brainjerk put on this pinball competition and this eating competition. Is it... Is, is there something going on uh, that Granger Josh wins the pinball tournament and T Rup was announced as the bragging rights winner of the? So, Jesus I, I mean, let, let me hear. Okay, so I was in the eating competition. So for me to say this, I no foul play on the brain jerk side. Okay, um, I will say this because I was I wasn't in the pinball tournament. There's no way you could have cheated in that pinball tournament. You know, you, you can't control it. They played their hearts out. And in this eating contest, yes, T. Rump got disqualified, but at the same time, it wasn't necessarily his fault. Uh, from what I hear, a topping was forgotten on his. So it wasn't an equal playing field. But I think in the hype of everything, yes, T. Rump was awarded he ate the most. We're not going to say winner because nobody finished. Nobody won the prize. Well, I said bragging rights winner. But he got the bragging rights, yes, temporarily. They're going back and reviewing it, and they've announced that Jeff, which I said he was one that I was worried about. I don't recall if I said it on tape, if it was recorded, if it's out on the episode, or if it was in our little conversation. I said, this is going to be the guy that's going to surprise us. And God dang it, he was. He took he took his vitamins, and when we were talking after I had done taking myself out of the tournament, I was sitting there just watching, and I said, "I seen what you did," and he just kind of winked and nodded his head. You know, like I think he had the best game plan out of all of us. <laughs> he oh, he definitely he... did. It's actually funny that Dan brought up the story of our conversation with D Mac and joking around about you and. <clears throat> If we're gonna vote to have you on, I actually offered you a spot to Jeff during the competition. Would you were in the bathroom after that? But like, but like the thing with the thing with, and I was talking to Jeff afterwards. He goes, "I eat like this all the time on on the weekends. This, this is nothing. I eat copious amounts of food all the time, and you know, I binge. I do. I eat whatever I want on the weekends after." you know, doing what I need to do during the week. So he he was no stranger to eating large amounts of food, and, and you definitely saw his technique was absolutely the best. Yeah, so let's, you know what, right here, all of us, let's give a round of applause to Jeff for that win right there. Without a doubt. Without Mineral, a doubt. Mineral I nutrition. 
I even yeah, in Monroe Nutrition, he was sponsored, which is a store that he runs. And uh, I've not been there at that point. But Thursday, before we went to IWR, which we're going to get into, I decided I'm going to go make a stop into this store. I'm going to visit. I'm going to pay my money because that's what we do. We meet we meet these new people. We, we get accepted into these new circles, and we bring people into our circle. I wanted to show appreciation and love. I went in there. Their drinks are phenomenal. I had that daily special. Last week, they did Shark Week specials each day. And what I had was absolutely fantastic. My kids had shakes. Uh, Kelsey had a, another drink. And they were just really good. You guys are looking for some good supplemental energy type drinks without all the BS, the bullshit, the bad stuff. Go check out Monroe Nutrition. Go look up their Facebook page. That's my little special shout out for this week. And uh, yeah, DMAC, you told me you were going to kick me off with these guys and take my spot. I'm still here, bro. I almost turtled you. You want to talk that smack? I almost turtled you in the in the Brain Jerk studio saying you're going to take my job. Speaking of... of uh, it wouldn't have worked out. Speaking of Monroe Nutrition, doesn't Brain Jerk have a drink? They do. They have the Brain Jerk. Um, and with them, so what I learned when I went in there and I was talking to them and asking them questions... The way they do their specials and their drinks, it's a lot of their drinks aren't a, an everyday menu type thing. And that's because of the product that they get in. They only get so much in at a time, so they run these daily specials. But yeah, head in there, get you a brain jerk bomb. If not, they had they had some awesome, delicious shakes. Like I, you know I, I tried all my kids' shakes. We had three kids with me, so they all got something. You know dad's gotta try it all. Right. I absolutely the flavor. You think these nutritional drinks you're gonna get like this vitamin E taste, you're gonna get there's just gonna be that aftertaste that you're just like, eh. No, these were amazing. And shout out to all the sponsors for that brain juice. And all the competitors. You know, Pro Wrestling Edge, us, I know we talked about it, you know, Big Cass put out a nice video and, and, and asked Brokowski, Jaybird, and myself to be a part of it, and and but but you had Monroe Nutrition, DMAC sponsored, uh, Beyond the Track sponsored, and was it Crave Cannabis? Crave Cannabis, yeah. Crave Cannabis was the other sponsor. So like, just shout RPW, out RPW. RPW sponsored Kenny. So yeah, just shout out to all the sponsors and all the competitors. T Rup, I I know, I know he was uh, talking a. A, a lot of junk beforehand and it was so entertaining to hear him talking and and just so confidence and, and that that boy just exudes confidence and i love tear up to death that, that's my homie and 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 randy and and, and keithy and, and, and kenny urban and and jeff copy and you you know i i will tell him big brokowski i i i wouldn't have been able to do anything like that so shout out to all six of you guys for, for just giving it a go. None of you guys are professional eaters. None of you guys are even training to be a professional eater. You guys are just like, you know, let's do this. Let's have fun with it. Let's talk uh, Let's talk some smack and, and just have a blast. And, and you guys did. And it was an awesome event. Brain Jerk puts on some awesome stuff. You know, the, the pinball competition w w was awesome, you know with everyone in that and and like i said spooky spooky film stelios was there 
Dev was there from uh, from the Dev Group and Brain Jerk and Ryan, Ryan for for doing everything Ryan does and Josh and T Rup put in so much work and Jody was there too, you know and and so it's just like it all those guys and girls at Brain Jerk put in so much hard work and everyone associated with them and hats off to all of them because they work so hard to to reach out and and do so much for the city of Monroe and and that's special to me because you know. Me and Big Kaz, we that's that's where we were born and raised was in Monroe. So it, it's awesome to see what those guys and girls are doing down there because, you know, it it, it is home to me. And even though I've not lived there for, for a long time, that's where I was born and raised. And to see such good coming out of the city and, and other people, you know, Nate Thompson, just the, the cool things being done down there, it's awesome, you know. We didn't say this last week, but you know, congrats, Jamie and Atlas getting married. They got married in Monroe, so you know it's like, you know, Monroe's, you know, has seen has seen better days, but they're starting to come back, and it's awesome. You know, hats off to Jamie and Atlas. That was one of the funnest weddings and that I've been to, and seeing people. So we closed that bitch great. down. Yeah, and I'm, on the dance floor, son. What? And to go back to this eating contest, you know, like not just the people that showed up to compete, not just the sponsors that put forth the money to pay for these big boxes, because these big boxes, they're they're not cheap. They're they're forty that's a forty dollar box of fries, and it's well worth the money. I know it sounds extreme if you're just listening. Go to Eat My Treats, go to their Facebook page look at what they got to offer and you'll see that big box and you'll be like, you know, yeah, maybe I'll get this for my next party. I'm not going to eat this alone, but, but thank you to everybody that showed up just to watch, you know, we had so many people out there and there was really no true lead horse in this when it came to the fan wise, everybody had people there for them. And that, and in sense like means a lot to me because like it just shows the faith and the love that you have for your people just in general our circle keeps getting bigger and this is conversations we've had with you know like dmac with the people at brain jerk entertainment with other people that we've come in contact with is that we're building this circle of good you know not that we're anything special not that we're doing the greatest thing in the world, but like you said, they're bringing Monroe, they're putting them on the map. We grew up in Monroe. We had nothing to do. I tell you, we rode down back and forth down Monroe Street repeatedly right. hours listening to Fat Boys. Right. That was that's what we did because we had did. you know, and now Ranger, they're putting on events like this. They're always popping up at different events, even if it's not something that they've thrown on. You know, they have Drag Queen Bingo, it's their third installment of that's coming up. And that's been so successful that they keep bringing it back. Um, we talked Thursday night at IWR. There's going to be another eating contest in the works. I'm sure you've seen it online. They're looking for teams. And guess what? I didn't let that last one take me down. Now I recruited a buddy. We're going to come for this time. It's odd. Big Kaz and Brokowski are teaming up for the next Brain Jerk eating competition. 
date to be determined, teams to be determined. But if you want to sponsor a team, reach out to Brain Jerk Entertainment. 50 bucks to sponsor a team. That's it. And that covers the cost of the food that you're going to be eating. And the teams get a special custom-made shirt. I had to actually change into my shirt at the last eating contest because mine got a little messy. Right. That's right. We're going to come for it yeah. this time. Redemption, baby. You know, I got your back, Clea. And, like, and, you know, another great thing that's in downtown Monroe that Brain Jerk is a sponsor of is IWR. We were there Thursday night. You know, that was a freaking great night. Great show, too. Really enjoyed it, man. Dread King and PCO tore that fucking roof off that place. And the structure. At one point, when PCO chucked uh, Dread King into that concrete wall there, and he left his blood stain, and he got that big old nugget, like, fucking hell. I thought the, I felt the, the place shake. That was definitely by far my favorite match. It's funny night, you're talking so. about that match. While we were on with Father Marquise, Dread King Logan shared the reel of Brokowski's video of him pile driving or power bombing PCO through that table. Um, he just shared it on Instagram and tagged us in it. So, I mean, I thought I saw I wasn't able to make it because of work, but I saw that shot you were talking about PCO throwing Dread King into the wall. And I was like, is that, is that building coming down? Cause it seemed like, holy shit. Um, wow. Those two guys, I mean, Dread King is always up for a fight, but when they said they were bringing in PCO to try to take the title off of Dread King, all the shit PCO's done, how crazy that man is. I was like, this one's going to be, this one's going to be a, 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 just a fight. Definitely lived up to the hype and surpassed it without a doubt. Without a doubt, if you weren't there, you missed out. That was, yeah, that was a great one. That like that, yeah, like you said, that match literally blew the roof off of that building. So many spots during that match were. I, I do this a lot. You know, when I see something crazy, you see me put my hands on my head. You know, and in that real Dread King just shared. You come running up and you and you do something very similar to what you just said, and yeah, and then catches it on video. And we banged the hell out of that railing, you know. We got we got hype and we got wild, you know. Just to be, I was literally like three feet over these two guys that had just went to hell, and I'm just looking at just holy shit, holy shit was right. Great fucking match. But let's not forget. That whole show was actually really, really good. Oh, without a doubt. Our boy Tanner fucking Nix walked away with the win in the $10,000 Canadian Battle Royal. That's right. I was was honestly, I'm not surprised, but I was surprised it was Tanner Nix. Out of the Canadians had the upper hand. Oh, no, doubt they did. They had the numbers in a rumble match. But the thing with Canada in that match and the Canadian team and the numbers, what did DMAC tell us on Wednesday he was there to do? He, he was there to fuck stuff up. You know, he's got that shirt that says, if DMAC wins, you better riot because he's not there to win. He's there to fuck shit up in that battle royal. So 
I, I know he was going to make it to where the, the favorites did not come out on top. Yeah, man, it was awesome. T Nix had to go to a big bank to cash that big check, you know? Right. That's the only place you cash them big checks is big banks. <clears throat> That's a good one. But, I also like the. I like the Trey Miguel and um, Sam Beal match. That was pretty good. I was kind of bummed, though. The one match I wanted to see, it was during the pre-show. We didn't get tickets to. We just got general admission. But I wanted to see uh, Kenny Urban take on Zach, which was uh, – I seen some reels of it. And, man, those guys, they put on a show. That looked uh, – to Kenny yeah, got his goose back. And the it, goose was, it, it was pretty funny. Yeah. And not to yeah. shout out Branger again, which we do all the time because they're great people, but if you go to their TikTok, Branger has yeah. put out a lot of TikToks on clips from the matches from IWR. They put out good – they do good highlights of all the big hits right. and everything. They, Branger kills it at that area. Without a doubt. It was a great weekend. Then we finished up with the block party. We got lucky enough to the invite to Antonio's block party. Pretty sure I have a bunch of those matches up on YouTube you'll be able to watch. That was a great time. I got pretty looped up, so it's always fun mm-hmm. when you get to drink some have some drinks and watch some wrestling. Gotta love it. What well, was a great weekend. And you know, I look forward to next week and I mean, does anybody else have anything else? If not, we just gonna bounce. I just Peace. I wanna say, oh, real quick before we leave about Saturday at the block party, I wanna say thank you for inviting us. I actually got to be a part of it, and I was given a gift for being a part of it, which I greatly appreciate. Thank you, Jamie, for making that for me. I didn't expect nothing. I was just there to do something I was asked to do, and I had a blast doing that. I had so much fun. It was uh, different, to say the least, from doing a podcast or doing commentary. But, uh, yeah. Thank you, and I'm glad you guys were there to kind of witness that. And we had a lot of fun that day. It was, it was a did. lot of fun. We greatly appreciate the invite. Can't wait for year three. Trade so lot. Peace me out. Pro Wrestling Edge would like to thank our partners. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Rouge Psychedelics. And our sponsors. Brain Jerk Entertainment. Jayquist. Photography. Welcome to the new beginning.